I don't even know where to begin with this. Like, I have no idea what to even start with. I haven't. I could read the. Is there an the, intro? Is well, there like there's a, a. Well, there a, what are we doing? Is there a prayer? A yes. Prayer. Why don't you read us the prayer? Uh, so we can see how he's starting with this. Lord, we love you. We are blessed for food and family and all the rest. So not really a not really a prayer so much as a just a rhyme. It's just a rhyme. An invocation. It's an invocation. Yeah, I guess it's 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 certainly not from the Bible. It's certainly not from the New International Version of the Bible. Uh, there is also a quote from that, but I don't understand how to read Bible quotes, so that's why I that's didn't suggest okay. it. <laughs> Welcome back to Deep in Bear Country, a Berenstain Bear cast. I am your host, Phil Gonzalez, and this week, uh, it's, it's kind of part two of uh, Valentine's Day, in a way, but not really part two, because we don't have the same guests on this week that I did last time. Uh, instead, I have a returning guest from just a few weeks ago. Uh, for the first time, we're doing, we're splitting up a book. You can talk, by the way. You don't have to stay. You don't have to wait until I introduce you. You've been on the show many times. Alana's back. Hi, Alana. Hello. We're, we're, we're doing something weird. We're, we're covering part of a book uh, this week. So it's not going to be a very long episode because we're not covering the whole thing like we did last time. But uh, what, what part of what book are we covering and why? Okay, so this is either part two of Valentine's Day right. or part two of the extended cookbook universe. Or part one of the Berenstain Bears holiday cookbook. So yeah, it's one of three, one of three, depending on how you want to look at it. It's one of one of three different series we're part of right now. Yes. Uh, so because last time you were here, we covered the country cookbook. The whole thing. The whole thing. One fell swoop. Toe to tip, top to bottom, cover the whole thing. But what separates the holiday cookbook from the country cookbook? The country cookbook was organized by type of recipe, breakfast, main dishes, desserts. This is organized by holiday. Yeah. So the first the first chapter, I guess they are. They're not really, well, sort of, sure. The first chapter is Valentine's Day. So we thought, perfect. But it seems strange to come on and have one Valentine's Day recipe, one Easter recipe, one right. Fourth of July recipe. Yeah. We, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we talked about that, though. We, we did. We, discussed we did. It, maybe just do six, because there's six But then all sections. of a sudden, one day I was like, it's going to be Valentine's Day. Yeah. And so we just decided to dive in. We're just doing Valentine's Day today. So yeah, part yeah. two of Valentine's Day. Part two of Valentine's Day. So last week we talked with uh, I talked with Christy and Brian about a Berenstain Bears story. This is the recipes the Berenstain Bears I guess would be eating on. Val well, there is actually a little bit of narrative here. It's about as as in depth as the narrative in the other cookbook. Uh, saint Valentine, as we know, is the patron saint of romantic lovers, uh, as well as epileptics and beekeepers. Uh, so it, it's only fitting that the chapter begins with a quote from John. And a really great picture of bears ice skating, one of them has hearts for eyes and is like juggling <laughs> hearts and flowers. So it's a random picture from the Berenstain Bears, Very Funny Valentine. Hello, 
It's Editor Phil. I was mistaken about the source of this image, as well as the title of the book. I meant to say either the Berenstain Bears comic Valentine, or Funny Valentine, or Funny Valentine. But it's actually from the religious rewrite of the story, The Berenstain Bears Valentine Blessings. And now, back to the show. That uh, is a true picture from a yes, book? Yes, this is the book uh, that Christy and Brian and I were discussing last week, where a giant girl cub falls in love with brother. This is that same book? This is that same book. Oh. And Sister Bear in the illustration is mocking brother oh. with by dancing around with Okay, her. this is, illustration does not stand on its own. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, but the yeah. Valentine's Day is a picture from that book, which is legitimately a Valentine's book. Yeah, so yeah. That's good for true. them. That's true. Uh, as we talked about last time, we're not sure where all the pictures come from in this, but we do know, because I looked- Yeah, because a couple pictures in is two cubs fishing. We know that the photography for this book was done by Ron Nickel Photography. Ron Nickel, of course, a Canadian photographer whose website is no longer functioning. Wait, I, how old is this book? This is 2016. All right. uh, a lot I, has happened. All I could find from Ron Nickel is his Flickr profile, where he took a bunch of pictures of a Canadian passion play uh, and a few wedding photographs. But he's a photographer who, I guess, takes a lot of religious photos, which is why he's taking pictures for his Honor Kids book, I guess. Uh, so the story here is that the bears love each other very much. <laughs> Uh, so Valentine's Day is the perfect holiday for them, which that's not what Valentine's Day is really about. Although it was in that book you just covered, so. So I guess, like, this is the confusing. Okay, so Valentine, patron saint of romantic lovers, which is a dip, which clearly differentiates it from other kinds of love. But in the five paragraph mini narrative, sister asks mama for food for their class valentine's party which is what any kid right. who's reading the baron this is this is just like the other one in that you're like who is this book for is it for adults actually i would say this one is so far aimed more actually at kids yeah given the for, recipes at least in the valentine section except for one of the ones they name here uh which is well she asked mama to make pink party popcorn for the class valentine's party which we also made and Papa and brother request Valentine's Day pizzas. Which we did not make. Which we did not make because it's actually far more complicated than I was willing to devote my time to. Uh, they take a shopping trip to town. They write a list. They buy the ingredients. That's the end yeah, of it. Yeah, that's the end of it. That's the and end like the other book, some of these are recipes. Some of these are arts and crafts project. Like the other book, some of these are ex like open a can, like literally. Yes. And others of these are pretty intricate at least going off just valentine's day we only looked at valentine's day and like the narrative tells us some of these seem to be things you would serve at a party some of these are just dinner yeah and so there are seven recipes for valentine's day mm -hmm. and we made three of them so pretty high we made three percent. uh we made the we made the first uh recipe in the book pink party popcorn yeah that was a hit yeah that was that turned that was out a hit. I, it looks nothing like the picture yeah and the... it didn't turn out pink but it was very tasty so the the pinkness of the pink is depending entirely on how much food coloring you use i think it's also about how much it spreads around the popcorn yeah and adheres to the popcorn yeah. it, it wasn't a it wasn't a thick coating so i would say that our popcorn 
was red or not colored at all, as opposed to pink everywhere. Our it looked popcorn, a little like well, barbecue flavor. For those listening at home, the pink party popcorn looks like a bowl of pink popcorn. Pink because it has been coated in some kind of, I mean, just from the illustration, you can, I mean, the the, photo, the photograph, it's apparently some kind of a frosting or icing. And, and in the picture, it actually just looks like popcorn. But in real life, it is popcorn with... Craisins uh, and, and chocolate chips, chocolate, and yes. it's coated in white chocolate. Mm-hmm. So, it's, and then and then the food coloring. So you you pop a bag of microwave popcorn. That's by instruction. First, you go to Michael's <laughs> right. to get a special. We have two types of red food coloring in this house, and this is a third type that I never knew existed. So that I just I know they were right. trying to do pink for Valentine's Day. This whole recipe would make way more sense. Because the color didn't work anyway, and you had to make an entire trip. <laughs> so you have to use – so the reason it's pink is you use white chocolate. You melt white chocolate and you dye it pink. But you have to use oil-based food coloring, which is not gel food coloring, as everyone asks online. And is not regular <laughs> and liquid is not regular coloring. Because if you use food coloring that has water in it – It'll make the chocolate seize. It makes the chocolate seize. Uh, I assume it makes white chocolate seize as well. Yeah, I don't know about – I mean, I just don't know about I mean, that. I guess if you're using real white chocolate with right. – Regular chocolate famously will seize if you get any water in it. But again, it didn't work. It didn't work, but it didn't seize. It didn't seize. It didn't seize. I don't know that it was – I would make it again in a heartbeat. I would not – do the food coloring. Yeah, you don't have to worry about the food coloring. You don't have to go ahead and spend $13 on food coloring. Is that how, are you kidding me? Well, because you could only buy it in packs of like five colors. What? So we have five colors of this? Yeah. Oh, boy. We can have all kinds of popcorn. Oh, my God. Alana lives here, by the way. We live together. We've been together for almost 19 years. For those of you confused at home. So here's how the recipe works. You toss the popcorn. No, so first, it's just microwave popcorn. Just Although mic- you had trouble finding popcorn. plain. I had trouble finding, yes, microwave popcorn that wasn't super flavor, like super buttery So this is actually a recipe with a scavenger hunt component. This recipe would have been so much easier if I just used popcorn because we have tons of popcorn. That's true. That's true. Uh, but yes. instead, I had to find a special br- type of Orville Redenbacher that's like lightly salted just to get it as neutral as possible. Yeah. So then, so you have the warm, you melt the chocolate, you have the warm popcorn, you toss it in the warm chocolate. That's, I guess, pink, theoretically. Mm-hmm. I don't know. For some reason, that didn't work. And then you add the cranberries and chocolate chips, which we discovered later will all sink to the bottom. Actually, I <laughs> add, you, I added the cranberries and chocolate. You add those first, so you toss them all with the chocolate. Oh, that's the problem. They um, need to go in last. Well, that's what it said. And I was trying to stick as that close is what to it the says. recipe You're as possible. You're absolutely right. Um, and, but, but, however much it didn't mix... It did taste good. It sure did. Uh, it was very nice. The the chocolate, what the white chocolate wasn't overwhelming. Yeah, because I don't actually like white chocolate, so I thought I wasn't going to like this, but it's good. The chocolate chips complimented it well. The craisins complimented it well. Maybe add some nuts if you want to. Uh, it, yeah, it, it was very good. It says store in an airtight container makes three to four servings. There are three of us. There was no storing in an airtight no, container we, because we ate it in we one We literally sitting. sat at the table and ate an entire tray of it yeah. and then had done. I mean, it's good. It's a bag of popcorn. If you can finish a bag of popcorn, you shouldn't have too much trouble finishing this. Uh, so, yes, pink party popcorn was a hit. Yeah. Just wasn't pink. Well, yeah, and needs a little tweaking, but it was definitely good. And then the next one is a red berry smoothie that I actually thought we should make, and you 
said no, so we didn't. That's all I, I poo-pooed the that. idea because we I make smoothies why. or you make smoothies. Yeah, but so what? So make another one. And I was like, and, and ironically enough, of course, one of the recipes is something I make all the time anyway. Yeah, uh, that's the very next one. So the then we make, so, we so Phil's like, I don't want to make a smoothie. We eat those all the time. What's the next recipe? Tomato soup with grilled okay, cheese. Okay, but look, a smoothie is a smoothie is a smoothie. It's always red. It's always pink. It's always this. A f- grilled cheese sandwich does not always shape like a heart. It is didn't work this was one of the arts and crafts recipes one thing is that it tells you to use olive oil to yes in the and you did that mm-hmm. we we talked about that ahead of time because that isn't the way so you normally like what alana was it. saying is instead of buttering the bread okay so the next recipe is tomato soup with grilled cheese and if you're wondering if it's any kind of a special tomato soup with grilled cheese it's whatever tomato soup you want and this is step one prepare the tomato soup According to the directions on the can. Now, I I did not follow these directions. Wait, did I use a can of tomato soup? I don't remember. Or did yeah. I use a box? It's I fine. can't remember. It's, fine. it's in the spirit of the recipe. But the main thing is you're supposed to use a heart-shaped cookie cutter to make a heart out of your slices of bread. Or it says you can cut the hearts by hand. It turns out that neither of those Neither of those is work. easy. They are yeah. very... Because so, you're supposed to do it before you grill the cheese. Now, I did that. The first... Okay. <laughs> so the idea is that you use this whole wheat bread. It has to be whole wheat bread. You cut That's them so into heart healthy. shapes with a heart-shaped cookie cutter. Now, I didn't have a heart-shaped cookie cutter. So I looked up on YouTube how to make a heart-shaped cookie cutter out of a Coke bottle. I'm going to show you easiest way how we can make perfect heart-shaped cookie cutter out of plastic bottle. First, I cut round shape, then I fold in half. And the top fold inside. As you can see, and my perfect heart is ready. And it worked. It did not work. Except that except for the not working the and, and this is true even in the picture the little heart shapes of bread are so small can we back up here so you made a special trip to michael's and spent 13 dollars on five drops of dye and while you were there you did not choose because to i buy. did not think i was going to be making the grilled cheese sandwich at the time also i thought it'd be easier to find a heart-shaped cookie cutter i was like oh Certainly, I can go to Target and buy a heart-shaped You're cookie at Michael's. cutter. But later on, I was like, I can probably just go to Target or the grocery store or the, someplace and buy a cut. No place. No place. has. And if I had gone to Michael's, I would have spent another $15 because they only had them like in sets of five different sizes. So I think I got off light using an old Coke Well, anyway, bottle. guess what it tasted like? A grilled cheese sandwich. It did. But I did their instruction. I didn't butter it. I used olive oil on the bread. I didn't notice a difference, but I guess Absolutely it was healthier. Not. What do I usually use? I usually use mayo We're on not the gonna, We don't need to talk grilled about cheese. that. The, mayo works. It's a tasty way, and it's a good fat, and it grills up nicely. Try it on your next grilled cheese. And I actually think we should skip going in order just for a second. Right. Because the next recipe is one you made, and then the rest are all ones you didn't. So and we want to end on a high note. Exactly. So the one after that was Valentine's Day pizza, which is essentially the same thing as the grilled cheese, which is make a thing you always make, except in a heart shape. The difference is this one has for the crust, one cup of water warmed to 110 degrees Fahrenheit. Like this one is not by a pizza crust. This one is like start from scratch. And I have only a little, little bit of pizza crust experience. And my main experience is that there's so much, I think it's gluten in it, that it's really hard to shape at all into a circle. And the idea of trying to shape it into the perfect 
symmetrical heart that is in their picture, there's no way that was going right. Because, ladies and gentlemen, this is not roll out some bread like just some like some simple dough. This is active ye- dry right. yeast, yeah, 110 degree water, uh, sugar, flour, right. uh, like make a make a yeah. Make you a are spread. making a pizza crust dough, and then you are shaping it into a heart. Which okay, that's beyond me at this point. And then what's weird though is the the toppings that are suggested, and they call it out in the narrative is pepperoni. Yeah, but the photograph is is clearly dr- tomatoes, sun dried tomatoes. Maybe the other thing is in the few recipes we've talked about so far, we have an example of a recipe a kid could make with you, mm-hmm. a thing that you just eat that's an arts and crafts project, and something that is like advanced baking skill. Yeah, so it's exactly like the other one where it's just like, who is this book for? And I also don't know. the grilled cheese sandwich. It's a grilled cheese sandwich shaped like a heart. Yeah, the Valentine's Day pizza. It's a pizza shaped like a heart. Yeah. Like they're not sp- the smoothie. At least I'll give you the smoothie is at least berries and berries are like love. But pizza's not. Pizza's like kind of aggressive for a food. It's like an aggressive food. It's not in a good way. We like pizza, but it's like woo, nah, 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 pizza, as opposed to berries, which are like love berries. You understand what I'm saying? Nope. Let's move on. All right. Yummy chocolate strawberries. Another one. Why didn't we make this? I don't know. You think they're not tasty. I don't understand that. But we did not. Because I don't need 20 to 25 chocolate dipped strawberries. How do you know <laughs> that you don't need to 25? To me, <laughs> ch- chocolate dipped strawberries are like the, I don't know, the cream soda of the decorative candy world. Like Cream soda is great. What are you talking about? Cream soda is a type of soda that you think you're going to like every time you drink it. And then is- it's like, ah. Uh, you did not grow up the way I grew up. Okay, let's move on again. The last they're one, just chocolate dipped strawberries, by the way. They're chocolate dipped strawberries, chocolate dipped strawberries, and they actually have um, a drizzle of white chocolate on top of them. They're very pretty. They look exactly. Those are definitely something you would just see in a. They cookbook. have a drizzle of white chocolate and a drizzle of chocolate chocolate, which isn't actually what's in the. Which is wild, itself, but yeah. Uh, yeah. They, they look more beautiful than your kids are going to I actually out. think, though, I have to say, I think this is a really good recipe to include because it's a treat, but actually kind of a healthy treat. Kind of a healthy treat. It's fancy and adults would like it, but kids would like it. Mm-hmm. It's something kids could do with you really, really well. There's no knives. Well, depending on what kind of chocolate, maybe. But no, but probably yeah, no, not. Right. It's like super easy to make. And it's low. Like, it's not like the yeast. Like, you can do a lot of things wrong. This is low stakes. Yes. It's going to work. It's going to be strawberries and chocolate. Which is why it makes sense that the illustration is Sister Bear scratching a dog under the chin with a yeah. bird on her head. It doesn't make any sense. There's just random pictures in this book. Yes. Well, again, the we didn't discuss this, but the berry smoothie picture is Sister and some other cub going fishing. But it's the next recipe that's the simplest of all. Something a child can help you throw together with an appropriate picture, by the way. Uh, a nice Valentine's picture to go along with our simple little Valentine's treat. Uh, a sweetheart chocolate cake. It actually looks very, very good. It was just Mitzi's birthday and we briefly yes. considered making it, but we have had too much. Too much everything. Yeah, it's been around just, this house. It's been quite and the last a, thing quite we needed season. was an entire multi-layer cake. But it's So it's basically, I, just from eyeballing it, it's basically a regular chocolate cake. Mm. Wait, mm-hmm. the picture is a round cake that's tall. It does not show layers, but there's no way It's just a big tall cake. There's no way to get a cake that tall. And then regu- <laughs> but anyway, it actually says to pour the batter into a 9 by 13 pan, which is a rectangle and flat. But none of this makes sense. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, sp- then you put strawberries sliced on top of it. 
And this it looks very so, pretty. Alana is calling out the fact that the recipe and the photograph are for two different things. And the picture is Brother Bear blowing out candles on a birthday cake, which is what this looks like, but is the wrong holiday. The recipe also says, when the cake is cooled, frost and decorate with strawberry hearts. But the picture, it's only frosted on top. It's a very nice picture. It's not a frosted cake. The frosting is just on the top. The sides are bare and it does not look well, layered. Well, right. So if you were making it a 9th by 13 pan, that's how it would work because there are no layers. You just put frosting right. on the top of it. So it's basically that their picture is wrong. But <laughs> I don't understand. in the ingredients, it says one can favorite frosting. Great. So there's also chocolate chips that I don't... Oh, you just put chocolate chips in the cake. Okay. Yeah. It's a wild recipe. We did it's not, not make it. It's not super intricate. It's not the pizza level of intricacy. It's not pizza level of intricacy, but it yeah. is something that we did not want to make because... And because it has 10 to 12 servings. Oh, I mean, Lord. We've had plenty of cake. Now that I realize it's 9 by 13, I'm really glad we didn't make it. But it, I would, I, if we had an excuse to make it, I would try it sometime. And I still think we should go back and make smoothies. <laughs> We can make smoothies. You've made smoothies. No, but I trust you, you. your thing is following the directions and all that. So we saved the best for last. We did. Because we actually made another recipe we from did. Valentine's Day. Although, I don't know. The best might have been the popcorn. I think this was my favorite. It was very good. This was the Lovey Dovey banana bread. And I thought it wasn't going to work. And, and it, it did work. didn't work initially. It did. Oh, Remember? well. Okay. I, okay. So the reason I thought, so it's a banana bread. Yep. With almond extract in it, which I haven't done, and that was good. Good. And we already had almond extract, so you did not have to buy that. But that is something that other people probably not have. wouldn't have around yeah. and might not use for other things. Although I think if you left it out, it would also be fine. And then it has nuts, chocolate chips, and chopped strawberries. And I said, that's not going to work. Strawberries are way too wet. There was a muffin recipe I once made with Mitzi that had strawberries in it, and it was just a wet mess turns out maybe from being chopped they tasted great possibly related to the strawberries possibly just because of our oven i don't know you took it out of the oven it seemed done from the brownness and from like kind of the way the top was except it also felt too mushy but then you tested it with a toothpick and it came out clean and then it turned out to be not baked so our <laughs> oven tends to not cook things all the way right and an so every time, time i make a quick bread loaf i always it says 50 minutes and in a normal recipe it would be like an hour and a half but again i tested it with a toothpick okay. like the recipe says it always came out and clean. i can verify it was it not it looked you done it was nice and golden on top except i was like this feels too mushy i took it out and it just as soon as it cooled it just sunk yeah. down like a swimming pool in the middle yeah <laughs> We thought we were done. Like we cut it open. It was goopy inside. And I was like, well, since, it, yeah, it was like not even like almost baked. Yeah, it, it was, was batter. Definitely it was not baked. just batter. And I was like, well, it's already not working. So we just reheated the oven, spread it out in kind of clumps on a cookie sheet. Yep. Baked it. And then it was amazing. It was amazing. a great <laughs> Yeah. But it wasn't banana bread at that point. It was, what did I say? Like banana. It was like banana bread, like a deconstructed banana bread. It was like, because it was no longer in a loaf. It was just kind of in patties. Yes. But uh, pull them apart. Banana burger. I disagree about the almond extract. I think the almond extract worked really well with the flavor of the strawberries. Uh, I think it helped to bring out the flavor of the strawberries. So you can leave it out, but I think you'd be missing a flavor component. I just thought the flavors worked really well. Like the banana and the strawberry mm -hmm. and the almond extract and the pecans. 
I thought that I, I I used the term flavor profile, and it, it was it's the only recipe we've made so far that seemed actually thought through from a flavor perspective. Like this all works together pretty well. Well, and just like the other book, I really want to know where did these recipes come from? Who thought of them? We don't know. And it's funny because in the other book, I was just. I was honestly convinced that they just like, I don't know, sent an email around an office and was like, could everyone just bring in a recipe? And or do, like they just felt like they had no rhyme or reason. But then this exactly mirrors that. So maybe mm-hmm. it was intentional, even though I don't understand why that would be your intent. Well, at the end of the day, we made pink party popcorn. Thumbs up. Lovey-dovey banana bread. Thumbs up. And grilled cheese and tomato <laughs> soup, which, which I ended up just making grilled cheese and stamping a heart That's right. That's right. Because I was like, this is Anyway. Yeah, because you try to make those little tiny hearts are so difficult good. to work with. I gave one to Missy and she like ate it in one bite. And I'm like, do you want some more sandwich? <laughs> um, and it's also kind of wasteful. Plus, we just like grilled cheese. So like, yeah, I just ate a bunch of crust after that. But in any case, uh, and you think make the red berry smoothie. Uh, give that a shot. And we've. I, I bet that the pizza would be good and the sweetheart. I bet these were all. I, don't, I just don't think you, I don't think I have the skill to make a pizza right. in a heart shape. Uh, maybe we'll make the sweetheart chocolate cake one day. I would Who make knows? it. Yeah. But Alana. Yeah. What is the next holiday we'll be covering when it comes time to cover it? One of my least experienced holidays. Easter. <laughs> a, a holiday that I, even less than Valentine's Day, I don't associate, I personally, I know a lot of people do, but I personally don't associate with food, except for eggs. But don't a lot of people have Easter A dinner? lot of people have Easter, like ham and Easter lunches and stuff, but we never did as, as kids. So Well, this will give us something to do. This will be our new Easter tradition. I remember Alana did not grow up celebrating Easter. Sure did not. I grew up celebrating the rabbit aspect of it, so... You're like uh, mama or whatever didn't make you go to... We did not go to church on Easter. That's a little too serious. Uh-huh. We could celebrate the birth of the guy. We weren't going to celebrate the death and resurrection. That's a little too morbid for the Gonzaleses. Uh, <laughs> so, yes, next time... Uh, when is Easter? March-ish? Ish, I something. I don't know. It's I a lunar it's holiday. March. Who understands lunar holidays? I think it's in March. Uh, so, yes, because it, it's all... Re- I've covered this in the past. It's all related to the Passover celebration. It's, and it's not by Passover this but no, it's not. That. But like once upon a time, it was. Oh, I uh, see. It's like that's why it's the only like holiday that's still guided by the moon. Um, so wow! When you type when it autofills is Easter twenty twenty four. And um, sorry, I was just so busy. March thirty first. March thirty first. All right. Well, we'll see everybody around March thirty first to see what food we made uh, from the Berenstain Bears Holiday Cookbook. Alana, thank you so much for joining me on this culinary adventure. It's very fun. And for everyone else out there, listen to the rest of my shows. It's going to be on YouTube. It's going to be on your favorite podcasting platforms. Uh, I'm recording that. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm recording on my phone just because things got things are weird, uh, which is why I look weird and I can't figure out where to look into the camera. Uh, but uh, uh, you can also listen to me on Pizza Toast with Christy Admiral. We are going to be starting up a new series in a few weeks, I'm sure. At some point, uh, we're covering the Freaky Friday books. And uh, Willow and I will be coming back with It's Del Toro time any any week now, uh, as soon as as soon as we can get our act together. So it's still tour time. All my shows are on YouTube. All my shows are available on various podcasting platforms. Check them out. Alana, thank you once again. My pleasure. And I'll see you all next time, deep in bear country. <laughs>